I was somewhere in between Lafayette and Baton Rouge a few years back during the spring, and I stumbled into this great little dive bar. It was one of those bars that have a pretty decent beer on tap, will make any cocktail different than any way you've had it before, and can crap out a surprisingly good burger. There was a man with a long beard giving it his all on the guitar, playing some old bluesy country ballad, and such a variety of men scattered around the bar that no one was quite comfortable, but everyone was enjoying themselves. After I'd been sitting there for a while, talking to the bartender, a man walked in with a young hound dog that had more energy than a newlywed couple. That thing was bouncing off the walls, barking, sniffing, and begging for food. It was cute, but man was it a little menace. The bartender acknowledged the man with the dog as soon as he walked in the door as Jack. And I have to be honest, old Jack was a handsome man, a novelty here in these parts of Louisiana. This dog sniffed around the entire bar, announcing himself to every patron. Once he was done, he settled down next to Jack. Jack by then had had a few drinks in him, and he was holding a lively conversation with a couple of men on the table next to him who also had some loose lips. Jack started bragging about how powerful the nose on that young hound was, and quite frankly, I thought he was embellishing quite a bit. I was pretty confident that dog didn't know coming for a sickum. I was pretty confident that dog couldn't sniff out a bar nut if I hit it. He said I was on, so he took that pup outside and I hit the tree nut on the pool table. I went outside and told the dog to fetch. The dog took off like a bat out of you-know-where. He was sniffing everybody and everything with extreme speed. I thought he was going to knock something over the way his tail was wagging. Within six minutes, he found the damn nuts, and I was out of a beer. I still thought he was embellishing the powers of that dog, so I bet another beer he couldn't find something a little less potent. I bet he couldn't find my jacket within seven minutes of me hiding it. Jack, of course, pridefully agreed again. He took that dog outside, and I took it upon myself to make this a little more difficult. I went and put that jacket in the worst-smelling area of the whole bar, the woman's bathroom. Was that fair? Hardly. But if this dog was half as good as an old handsome Jack made him out to be, he should find it in no time. I went out and once again told the dog to go fetch. And the crazy process started all over again with that dog sniffing everything from here to Timbuktu. He sniffed me for quite a while, picking up the old scent of the jacket. Well, I'll be damned if at 3 minutes and 30 seconds that dog didn't jump up at the restroom door, open it, and come back out with my jacket. I bought old handsome Jack two beers for that one. Just when that second beer was almost done, the door of the bar swung open. It had gotten quite dark, but there was still a full moon, so the only thing we could see for a minute was a strange silhouette at the door. That included a cane, something like a cat, and a very oddly shaped head. The dew from outside seemed to creep in the bar a little bit, like some dry ice or something making a smoky effect. The bar had fallen into a quiet, quiet spell, and the cold air that had came rushing in from outside everyone on edge a little bit. I think a few leaves also blew in with this new guest. The silhouette began to get larger, but it didn't get colorized. It wasn't until the shadow was about two feet away from me could we make out anything. From head to toe was a woman dressed in various layers of dark velvety black with a gold and purple headscarf wrapped around her head. Her skin matched almost perfectly her outfit making it difficult to see where the skin ended and the material began. The white in her eyes and teeth stood out against the especially dark background. 
Silver jewelry adorned her, and an old cow bone was carved into a crow onto the top of her cane. Her skin had no wrinkles, but yet the look and texture of old skin, almost like it had been stretched especially tight over her body. On her shoulder was perched a solid black cat with his tail wrapped around the priest's head like a black feather boa. The noise of the bar had dropped to dead silent, and you could hear a pin drop for a little bit. But the crowd lost interest by about the time the lady had taken five steps and was back up to the noisiness of before. The lady stopped at the bar, and one of the raspiest, commanding voices I ever heard came out of her mouth saying, A brandy on the rocks. A brandy on the rocks. I had a hard time settling in next to her because of the black cow on her shoulder just staring at me like it wanted to pounce at me but was, was held by some strange spell. Marie, the woman's name I found out, whose head had been for looking forward the whole time, suddenly pointed her cane at the hound. The hound immediately stopped wagging his tail and whined a little bit. She said, a mighty fine hound you got there. A mighty fine hound you got there. Of course, handsome Jake agreed it was. Then she bet Jake that her little kitty could find an object and bring it back before that dog could, and the stakes were simply a future favor. Well, of course he took up that bet, because there is no way that cat could stout sniff his hound, primarily because it was a cat, not a hound. Plus, he wanted free drinks for the rest of the night. Well, Marie pulled out a, a small little light brown carved dove for the animals to go fetch. Handsome Jack got even more excited. This dog loved hunting doves, and he could find one anywhere. The hound smells it like crazy, and it's all over it. The kitty just swipes at it with a paw, almost telling Marie to move the thing out of her face. They put both pets outside, and I, of course, happily, took the responsibility and pleasure of hiding that dove. I noticed it stuck in my hands a little bit when I placed it, almost like it was made of soap. So I wanted to get rid of it as soon as possible. I figured behind the bar wouldn't be the worst place to put with all those strange liquor smells. Pretty sure they were selling moonshine there. I hollered for the two to come back in. The cat was still seated on Marie's shoulder, on Marie's shoulder, and the dog came running into the room like a madman, repeating that whole process again. He began his search in the places he had last found the objects, which happened to be farthest from the bar. Then he began his complete sweep of the whole bar, once again sniffing every inch and craning. The cat, meanwhile, just sat and watched. The dog went sprinting around and around, and the only thing the cat did was move his head in a circle following the dog. Finally, the dog started making his way to the bar. The cat jumped off Marie's shoulders and directly landed on the bar top, four legs in the ground, and his, black, and his back arched and feet up as cats do. That little cat went and sat right above the sticky brown dove. The hound continued to sniff around the bar and finally found the little dove a few minutes after the kitty arrived. The dog instantly snatched the dove into its mouth. The entire bar gasped. There was no way. They had thought at first, no way the hound would lose. Then the cat jumped to the sticky dove way faster than the pup, and the bar thought, no way the hound would win. Then the cat just sat there like an idiot and didn't grab it, probably due to poor training or the fact that it's a cat, and now there was no way the hound could lose. That hound started to trot out from behind the bar, and it, looked like, and it looked like that little dove began to melt in its mouth. Once he had gotten about a quarter of the way from the bar, nearly a quarter of that dove was melted. That's when the dog just dropped straight down to the ground, dead as a sack of potatoes. 
if that cat didn't just hop straight down off that bar and go and grab that little sticky half-melted brown dove and bring it back to Marie. Marie laughed. Marie laughed one single deep full time <laughs> and walked out of the bar and did not return. A little of the brown stick dove, a little of that brown carved dove was still on my finger and I tasted it. It all made sense. I'll be damned if it wasn't a half-melted little brown chocolate dove. And as we all know, dogs can't eat chocolate. <laughs> I don't even want to know what that favor was.